You are listening to the Wannabe Collective, your new variety podcast featuring every fandom that you could possibly think of. On the Wannabe Collective, all wannabes are welcome. Welcome, all fellow wannabes. Welcome to the show. You are listening to a podcast from the Wannabe Collective. Uh, It's one of those things. This is one of the new shows that we're having. This is actually probably going to be the first show on the new podcast feed, actually. Um, So you'll have something to look forward to whenever you come back to it. Uh, I have some very special guests with me here today. I have Colby and Clay Villars. Clay and Colby. Gentlemen, how are you feeling? In the flesh, might I say. In person. I haven't had an in-person podcast in a long time. And also Abby's here, but she doesn't have a mic. Um, but you know, I feel like it would Abby's their sister. So uh gentlemen, how you feeling? Uh very good, actually. It's beautiful day in the Ozarks, 75 and partly cloudy, which is good for my albino skin because I <laughs> sunburn very easily. You sun you do sunburn very easily? Well, I mean are yeah. you really albino? You're not albino. No, no, no. But you just I'm, you're you're very white. My sister does have red hair, so that yeah. says a lot. Yeah, that's a that's that's a telltale thing. Um, Abby's here too. Uh, we were talking off mic, and I wanted to I wanted to get it on the record. Uh, so Abby, how would you rate the? And you have to say it kind of loud. No, it's all right. You don't have to move it. She can. She, she will pick it up. Um, how would you rate the room, like the setup in here, like the vibe in here? How would you rate that? You hear but, that? Shots fired against Clay specifically. She's gunning for you, bro. I mean, are you going to be able to recover? Possibly. <laughs> I do live with her, so she knows me pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Colby, this is your first time on the podcast. Have you ever been on a podcast before? Nope. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Loose. Feeling lit, feeling light, 2 a.m. summer night. Something like that. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so you might be wondering what exactly the show is. Uh, and honestly, you know, we, we made the decision to move the group content to another podcast feed. Um, you know, and like keep kind of keep the solo content for the stuff that I do by myself on, you know, the wannabe credit, the wannabe critic podcast. So this is the first episode. And honestly, this first episode is really to announce the return of Beer Bros. Um, so uh, me, myself, uh, Clay, and I guess Colby, because I forgot Colby was 21. Uh, the three of us are going to be tackling some brewskis every now and then. Um, but we're going to be switching it up a little bit differently. So we will be doing episodes where we actually sit down just to review beer, kind of like how we did on the YouTube channel. Um, and then also... Uh, we're going to be able to like pick a topic and drink a couple of beers while we talk about said topic. So today's topic is kind of like a, it's a topic we've had before on the show. Actually, um, me and Mikey Collins tackled this like a year or two ago. Um, and it's, it's highly debatable. Like, honestly, very debatable, like on who is the best Batman. And I think honestly, there's so much that goes into that. Cause like, being a good Batman also means being a good Bruce Wayne. Like you can't really have one without the other, you know? And I think largely uh, there's only one right answer here, you know? So we'll get into that a little bit later before we do. We are going to be drinking a couple of beers tonight. 
to share between the three of us, because uh, Abby is not of age. We have both from a local brewery here, brewery here in the Ozarks, uh, Mothers from Springfield, Missouri. We have two variations of Sunshine Chugsuckle's Chug Brunch. Now, Sunshine Chugsuckle, for those of you who don't know, is a IPA. Uh, it is delicious. It is a hazy IPA. Very and good. Um, it's a solid, solid beer. I, I absolutely love it. Um, go ahead, Clay. Uh, oh, it's 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 very good. Citra hops. I mean, in, in the double version, the, the Chug Chug Sug Suckle Suckle phenomenal yeah i actually have a few of those in the fridge as well too it's it's the Chug, sunshine chug suckle is actually the beer that turned me on to i to wanting to try more ipas fun really? fact for you yeah that's just kind of interesting that, i mean it's it's a good beer to get into if you're trying to drink ipas the first one i can really remember drinking was uh sculpin mm, which which one though the pineapple or the grapefruit uh i believe it was the grapefruit actually I had it at the Alamo Draft House. That's was- a solid beer across the board, honestly. Yeah. Um, now, Clay is our resident. I mean, I, I there was a time where, you know, I was very, like, untapped crazy. You know, like, all the time I was putting stuff in untapped. And I still I still like untapped. I just, I don't, I care less now about untapped. Um, but Clay here is kind of our resident expert. How many beers do you have now on untapped? Um, It's over 100. Let me look real quick. I mean, I think last time you were here on the show, we did a beer bros episode. I think you were getting close to 100 even then. Yeah. Um. Oh, wow. I'm almost 200. 193 check-ins, 171 beers. There you have it. How many beers do you have on untapped? I don't have untapped. Um. Col- Colby's very resistant. Yeah. Okay. I, I am not a, uh, a high-tech person. I enjoy what I enjoy, and I keep that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Col- Colby, Colby is a simple man with refined taste. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like and, Ron Swanson, I like uh, pretty dark-haired women and breakfast foods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to be. I mean, he, what more can you ask for? He even likes scotch. I mean... We we haven't bought a bottle of Lagavulin yet, but uh, what what what's your favorite? It's uh, uh right now it's uh, Grant's and Grandpa. When actually when he was at the house the other night, he told me that I could next time I come over take that uh, bottle of twenty five year that he's got there at the house that's been Sitting he's had for 15 for fifteen years. So it's like a thirty five year Scotch that uh, he said that I could take home because. He can't drink it anymore. Well, I so. mean, it doesn't age anymore in the bottle once you have it. I mean, but still. Well, I mean, well, it, it, it's it will, very good. It will mellow slightly depending on what cap it has. But getting off topic, I mean. No, no, it's fine. Actually, Colby and I several times have been thinking about getting a keg raider with fat tire. Because that is a beer both of us mutually enjoy. I think, honestly, I, I do think about getting a keg fridge in here. And see, the dream, right? Whenever, because Beer Bros is actually like a project very, very near and dear to my heart. And when I first started my YouTube channel, um, it was one of those things where I was like, God, it would be amazing. There's a there's a friend of the show, uh, Charlie Murphy. He, yep. You know, he, was, he did a couple episodes with him. And we did kind of talk, you know, after those episodes. And we we're like, man, how, 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 first of all, how much would it cost to get a, spe- a special beer made? Mm-hmm. for the show you know it's like hey if you're in the vicinity you can come by you can get free beer you know what i mean like all you got to do is show up there's no when it's gone it's gone though right yeah but, yeah so you know we kind of talked about that and i'm like man it'd be so freaking awesome to have a keg fridge in the studio 
with the beer bros beer you know mm-hmm. beer like in each each batch would be something different so like beer bros number zero would be like like a like a like a stout and then like beer bros number one would be like a hazy ipa and like mm-hmm. beer bros number two would be a sour and like all this other stuff um that's something that I'd, i would still like to do in the future you know because beer bros i love beer like i absolutely love yeah. beer um and yeah we've digressed a little bit but tonight we're talking about you know we were talking about sunshine chug circle kind of that was kind of the beer that got me into ipas and this chug brunch variant um in my opinion i, I like that more than the regular honestly um yeah, I, i've had one in the past and it was very good yeah, I mean it's it's a lot sweeter, so it's it's called a New England IPA, and a lot of times you know New England IPA as well as hazy, you know they kind of those terms kind of go hand in hand. Um, but well, this is and typically a little bit more citrus forward rather than uh, piney forward. Yeah, for New England, which and you know a lot of times with uh, Chugsuckle, even sometimes they'll even do it with uh, Mosaic hops. Well, you know, I had I had one earlier today that was it wasn't a Chugsuckle, but is also. But it was actually a little helper variant. Variant, yeah, hazy was, helper or whatever. Well, I had that one, but it was uh, actually the Stone Cold, which was like an IPA brewed with uh, lager yeast. Was it pretty good? It was. It was pretty good, but it it brought out more of the piney flavors rather than the citrus flavors. Now, are you a piney fan or are you more citrus fan? So starting out, I liked piney hops better. But I am slowly kind of switching towards more New England style beers. Yeah, I'm kind of more in the in the camp of I would rather have something a little more sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I could understand that. And, you know, I, I still have a, a deep appreciation. You know, I have a few bottles of, you know, Dogfish Head 120 and the, you know, and ye old cellar right now. Um, or just, you know, it's in the cabinet. Uh super duper good piney ipa if you haven't ever had it but you know that will age in the bottle because alcohol content is so high but right. i mean for just like a daily drinker you know like one that i'm gonna crack open other than because i mean i'll drink natural light you know i have a, for god's sakes i have a case of paps blue ribbon sitting on, on you know I, I like it all hey i mean we can't say much colby and i have got a a, a case of uh coors banquet beer in the fridge right now dude cobra kai never dies <laughs> Cobra Kai all the way, man. Yeah, but no, I'm excited to sit down and talk about these beers. So we have these two variants, right? We have uh, the Upside Down, which is a New England IPA with pineapple, uh, cherry, and lactose. And then we also have um, Escape, which is New England IPA with pineapple, coconut, and lactose. So I'm kind of gathering the Upside Down as kind of an homage to you know Stranger Things, especially with like it has... Sure. Uh, you know, a can, it kind of has like black and red to kind of pay homage to that. And then escape, I'm kind of gathering. They want kind of like a beachy vibe first. So, um, to talk about our first beer, we're going to do a little bit of a catch up. Um, and we'll, we'll share this first one. Which one, which one do you guys want to start with? Um, well, well, personally, I would rather start with the coconut beer. Okay. Well, let's do that. I'm down. I had one of these earlier today and it was delicious. You, you always have a little bit there. You can hear it snapping. You always have a little bit different flavor coming out of the can. Um, you know, don't forget to church key your can. You know what I mean? I have a knife specifically. Oh, Colby, I was actually going to have you take a look at this knife and see if you could sharpen it for me at some point. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the first sip out of it, gents, just so you know. Mm, it's pretty good out of the can. Kind of has like a pina colada type feel to it a little bit. Um, so starting off our conversation, you know, while I pour you guys your beers, why don't you tell me what you've been up to? Clay, let's start with you. Um, mostly it's a lot of work. Um, 
it's been kind of a crazy year since covid started it's like a uh, ever revolving two-week cycle of busy versus uh slow and what do you do for work i actually design um uh stainless steel containers for various industries from breweries to wine and petroleum to anything under the sun actually our company makes a lot of the flavorings for coke they make a lot of the flavorings our, our vessels make a lot of the coke coke uses our vessels to make the okay i coke. see i see i see so like they're kind of like the brewmasters of their uh the brewmasters use your designs basically sure okay cool right on have you been playing any games reading any comics seeing any good movies uh i've been into naruto a lot lately that's been the main thing i've been watching you and Colby uh, both are in kind of because we've been talking about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we started it. Um, I don't know. Maybe not quite a year ago, like a little bit into into COVID quarantine. But um, man, you guys need to come on the episode of uh, the Midnight Run then. Is what we need to make happen, because yeah. that's where we talk about anime. Um, yeah, that'd be fun good. to like kind of get your guys' thoughts on where the on where everything's going and, you know, that old chestnut. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd be down. Um, but other than that, that, you specifically, ladies and gentlemen, he's trying to play it cool. He's trying to be like, oh, yeah, like whatever. I, I I swear to God, what ended up happening, Clay calls me out of the blue one day and he goes, hey, man, if you ever want like uh, to talk about Naruto on your podcast, you know, like me and Colby are down. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely room for it. You know, I've, I've wanted to do like the dream would be to do like episode by episode, like literally start from the beginning. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. That would take. It, it would be very good, but it would take so long. I mean, it would. It would take. It, you would have to do it like season by season, basically. Well, well I mean, I, I think if, we'll go ahead, Colby. I mean, if you go through Naruto and then Naruto Shippuden, that's like 750 episodes total. So it's going to take at least two and a half years if you did an episode every day. Yeah. Of I mean, each episode. So it would all it would almost be more economical to do Japanese season by season. <laughs> Yeah, American seasons, you know, you get like, you know, 50 to 100 episodes, depending on. What right. Yeah. But Japanese seasons, it's like a hard 20 episodes and then you're you're done for the season. Yeah. No, I hear you. But Naruto big in your guys's world. I mean, recently. I mean, we've, we, we've also we've also been playing uh, Hyrule Warriors, the newest one, Age of Calamity. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to buy it at full price, but I, I would like to know what happened before. You know what I mean? I was kind of too, but after buying it, I think it's worth. The, I think it's worth the money. You think it's worth sixty bucks? It, it yeah, it, it does get a little repetitive. It definitely is a Hyrule Warriors. You know, it is a Warriors game. If you've played that genre before, but the it it is worth it. Okay, the, you know it, it it puts a few new spins on the production there. Like it feels it yeah. feels good. Yeah. Okay. Well, good enough for me uh colby what's been uh what's been new in your world um not a whole lot uh first of the year i got added to a new store as far as hanging blinds i hang blinds for lowe's as a subcontractor so i got added to the republic and monette stores so now i'm driving all over the freaking country <laughs> uh there's been several days in the last two or three weeks that i've driven more than 160 miles in a day so that kind of sucks. But you get paid to drive, though. I mean, uh, I mean, I can deduct all the miles and everything off my taxes. But I mean, I I do own my own vehicle, so it's all 
It's not a company vehicle or anything. It's a subcontractor. Gotcha. Have you been doing anything nerd related other than Naruto? Uh, depends on type of nerd stuff. Uh, just recently, I did some more woodworking things. Yeah, I was going to say, you whittle, right? Mm-hmm. You like to whittle. Yeah, I do some whittling, and I did some woodworking stuff. So, uh, John and Andrea Shriver, they're in our, our congregation. You know, they just had their anniversary here a couple weeks ago, and I made some, uh, like, serving trays for them. So, you know, the, the Glen Karin whiskey glasses? Yeah. It's kind of, or I guess they kind of look like brandy glasses. I made a couple of serving trays for those. You, know, you can put three glasses on each, and... And I can show you a picture here in a little bit, what they look like. But I made it out of some cedar that uh, Grant over at Ozark Saw and Lumber. Shout out to Ozark Saw and Lumber. Yep, local. If, mm-hmm. if you need any any hardwoods, that's where I would go. They have great prices and they're super fun to work with. I want to plug them for just a second, yep. right? Because this is the wannabe collective, right? And we do what we want here. This is the wannabe this is the wannabe collective from wannabe critic productions. And it's so awesome to be able to like have people on to like talk about local business within like you know the area that we're in. Um, they start up this business and like, it seemed like their social media following, like ga- gained so much oh, traction. It exploded. it exploded overnight almost. And I was like, wow, like good for them. That's amazing. But then you think about it, you know, like their team, they kind of have some, they have a, a lot of talent, you know, and like the people that are working there are really privy to how all that works. But I think they, they're also smart in knowing that like they're, they're just targeting people in the Ozarks. Well, and they're super devoted to, I mean, it, I, I haven't met very many people that are that devoted to their product i mean they they have a good product they know how to work it but then they also try and treat their customers the best way they can yeah oh yeah i mean levi and grant and, and carter now he's running the show the new showroom they're in nixa i mean all of them i went in there and stopped the other day it was it was really cool just being in there and they got a really sweet setup and uh i, I look forward to seeing how it all progresses for them yeah same i think it's really awesome shout out to local businesses shout out to ozark song lumber once again um yeah i mean man i would love i I need to i need to tap you for for something for this for the studio like honestly i think that would be so dope is uh, you see the sign hanging um is how hard would that be to make something like that oh I could probably do something like that. I will. Okay. Well, my people get in touch with your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so our first beer for this evening, we have the Chug Brunch Escape. Um, I'm going to go first. So on the nose, super duper fruity. You can, I mean, you can really, really smell the coconut. I mean, it's delicious smelling even. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this seems like the type of beer that would be super dangerous to have by the pool. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, you know, that's like, I think it has some pretty decent alcohol content. I think, um, I think they're they're usually at least seven. Yeah, I think they are seven. The description, it says this beer is all about fun and flavor. And while we're at it, it's about enjoying life. Chug Brunch is a freshy style beer inspired by the slushy drinks we love. It is meant to be savored today. Grab a can and create your own sunshine. Um, Yeah, I mean, they're usually around six, seven percent alcohol. I mean, these would be dangerous to have by the pool. Um, Really, really good. Whenever I take a drink. Uh. Super fruit forward. You can really taste the, um, I mean, you can really taste the coconut, but you can also taste the pineapple. I mean, it really, if, if there was a pina colada beer, I mean, if, if, it, okay, let me put it, let me put it this way for the beer lovers out there. If you went and bought a Natter Days right now mm-hmm. and there was a pina colada flavor, this is what it would taste like. Every, everything you'd want. Literally, if you, if you opened up a pina colada beer and you're like, man, I hope it tastes good. This is what it would be. This is what it would taste like, honestly. Yeah. 
And, and I mean, for me, someone who can tolerate to- coconut flavor, but isn't a favorite, the pineapple really balances it out. Yeah. I mean, it is a super duper. It's not too much the the freshy style, right? Like right. The, the slushy kind of flavoring and stuff like that. Um, that really that really comes through. Like if that was your objective, like mission accomplished, in my opinion. Um, what do you think, Colby? I'm not really an IPA guy, honestly. I, I prefer lagers and ales for the most part. But I mean, this is super drinkable. I mean, even for somebody that doesn't drink IPAs all the time, this is something really easy to get into for if that's where you're going with stuff or, or with that in mind. Yeah. And I mean, I think shout out to Mother's Brewing brewing um, for making a like, honestly, I would rather have a Chug Brunch variant over a regular Sunshine Chug Suckle. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point now to where if Chug Chug is available, the, the double version of the of the, you know, Chug Suckle, uh, I'm going to buy that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to drink that instead. It's it's almost like drinking just straight up orange juice. It's yeah. I mean, it's so just so good. It's it's awesome. So really, really good first beer for here on Beer Bros. Uh, shout out to Clay and Colby and Abby. Uh, how, how, how would you rate? So now, Abby, you get to rate the conversation. Uh, how, how good has this conversation been so far? She was on her phone. She's a teenager. You know what I mean? Like the teenagers going to, they're going to be doing their dabs and their she, she, you know, she, 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 she. ice in my veins. Yeah. She, she. That's, that's all the, the rave nowadays. <laughs> um, that really just happened on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, we're, we're kicking this first episode off right. TikTok and I'm, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Um, so now we have our second beer, but before we open it, Clay, you better freaking drink that before it turns to piss. Oh, uh, I'm, you, you better believe that I'm going to. Believe yeah. it. Believe, believe it. it. Believe it. Oh, Kakashi Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shadow Clone Jutsu. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's happening. Um, So the the topic for this evening and, and I kind of want to I kind of want to kick this off is you know cuz cuz we are going to have beer bros episodes where it's like we get together as a group and we'll have you know like me and Clay will me and Clay and Colby will get together to just to talk about beer and who knows maybe maybe every time we get to get to record one maybe it'll be something like this um you know where we pick a, a nerdy topic to talk about but uh you know Batman in general right so the best on the, is this the best on screen Batman and that and that includes animated as well. I, I I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's it's at least worth a mention for the animated series. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna kick this off. And you know this just gives basically gives me time to like open the beer and pour it for you guys. You know while while you guys give your rebuttal to this. So I I think my interpretation of like what makes a good Batman, it kind of corresponds to how good the Bruce Wayne is, because the Bruce Wayne character is kind of the mask for Batman, right? Like Batman is Batman, like Bruce Wayne is his alter ego, kind of. Um, If you don't have a good Bruce Wayne, you don't have a good Batman. And I think there were people that would have made really good Bruce Wayne's, but didn't really know how to play Batman, you know? Um, I think me and Mikey ranked the Batmans actually with Hello Wannabe. I think I remember watching or listening to that podcast rather. Yeah, I think we ranked them. I don't I don't know if we said I don't remember exactly what the question was, but um basically I'm just gonna come out and say it, and my my answer still rings true. My my personal favorite 
so this is uh, this is you know the subjective side of me coming out right my personal favorite is 1000% Kevin Conroy um like whenever I read the comic books because I'm, I'm like if you notice my bookshelf I have a bunch oh, of yeah. comics over there I love comic books um he is Bruce Wayne and he is Batman for me so yeah. whenever I read the comic, no matter who's the the artist or whatever, that's the voice I read it in. You know, the very, you know, Gotham's in trouble. You know, just the very, and I think for a lot of people, like if you tell me that you read Batman comics in Adam West's voice, I don't, be- I I don't believe you. Uh, hey, I'm pulling an anchor, man. Hey, I don't I believe mean, you. I mean, Adam Adam West ahead of his time, but it's the complete different take on Batman than current day comics. Yeah, no, I I, t- I totally agree. And I mean, just Batman in general has changed so much. Now there's people like, okay, like for instance, uh, a friend of the friend of the you know the production house, uh, Brandon Atkins. That's like his favorite Batman is Adam West. Like that's that's what he grew up watching. That's what he loves. And like that's for them. That's his personal favorite. Yeah, hey, I mean respect. Yeah, respect. So I'm gonna say I think if I were to say this is the best on-screen Batman ever. It's really, really hard for me to say anything other than Christian Bale. Um, For me personally. I mean, Michael Keaton was kind of one-sided, you know, and I think yeah. that was kind of his take was he wanted, he wanted Bruce Wayne to feel a little weird. He wanted, and, and it kind of alluded to like that mask kind of coming down, right? Like that mask not being as as well portrayed right i mean most billionaires are are a little weird yeah i mean that's true have you ever do you have you ever watched jeff bezos in an interview ever oh i mean there's reasons why he is portrayed as an alien in most memes dude he is one of the weirdest people i've ever seen my dude he's like a little green guy or a gray guy (laughs) just running around i mean he even looks the part almost yeah i mean it's kind of weird it's kind of interesting if you go watch it if you watch him in interviews um before so uh oh is there is there a development on the sidelines well abby has her opinion she'd like to voice uh, she, she feels similarly to you gabe uh christian bale is the best and then everyone else is just later down the list she doesn't really have an opinion about anyone else okay so i have to ask abby then you know and abby you or you know since since colby doesn't yeah go ahead shift the microphone to her i mean it's not that big of a deal so have you ever watched adam west's batman I don't think so. The, the the Batman from like the 60s and 70s. Yeah, 60s and 70s with the shark repellent. Like oh, there was yes. shark spray. You yes. have seen that. Okay. Yes. So you've seen Michael Keaton then, right? Yes. Okay. And you have seen George Clooney. Yes. And Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you've seen all the Batmans. Mm-hmm. So you, you basically echo the same sentiments as I. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Dark Knight movies, they were hard to top. So. Uh, okay. Well yeah. said. We're gonna. We're, so now you guys see your your sister showing you up, and she's not even part of the freaking show. Right. She's showing up. So now you. We're here onto our next beer. We're gonna do the um the cherry one now, the upside down. Clay, I want you to kind of riff off of what you know me and Abby were talking about. Okay. So, Christian Bale definitely is my favorite Batman. But does that mean he's necessarily the best Batman? I don't know. You have to consider unpopular you know hot take val kimmer i think val kimmer was one of the best bruce waynes in my opinion just that cool collected batman style but then also you take into consideration the animated series 
with Batman Beyond, the classic that no one wanted. <laughs> I mean, he he's God Clay wants you to drink some more so you can drop your cup. Um, I, no, keep going. So so you're telling me you'd rather watch Batman Beyond over Batman the animated series? I think I would. Yeah, yeah. Batman Batman Beyond. Well, to be fair, was the show that I I really grew up with. So Batman the animated series was still on Cartoon Network. But when I was a younger child, Batman Beyond <laughs> was just really hitting its stride. Yeah, so I think we kind of grew up around the same time because I was in I grew up in the time period where you're watching there was Superman the animated series, there was Batman the animated series, you had Batman Beyond, um, you know, you had Justice League, all with kind of that similar art style. Right. You know, and there was like Teen Titans, you know, very similar. Right after, yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of along the same lines. And I, I think I'd have to agree with you in that Kevin Conroy is my Batman. But if I'm going to sit down to like watch a show, like if I, if I had the choice to watch the animated series or Batman Beyond, I'm probably going to pick Batman Beyond, honestly. Yeah. Um, Just because it's more engaging. Um, right. I think there's more substance to the animated series. And I mean. Well, and I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Mark Hamill was also the Joker for that series as well. Yeah, he was. He was. He's 90 percent of the time. Animated series Mark Hamill, um, or animated series Joker is Mark Hamill, and that kind of carries through the video games and everything like that as well. So, yeah. there you have it. Um, but as 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 far as is on screen, you know, live action on screen, I really like Val Kimmer as Batman. Okay, so that's like your personal favorite on screen Batman. Are you gonna say that? Are you 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 have to own it? You have to, it can't be like oh like oh my god you know yeah, like it has uh, to be. He, I think he slightly edges out Christian Bale in my opinion as Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne. You are insane as, as Batman as Batman. Christian Bale is the best, but as Bruce Wayne, Val Kimmer is my favorite. I'm never so I'm I'm not gonna break my own rules on my own podcast and say that anyone's wrong because I don't I don't believe in saying that. But I'm not gonna say that. it doesn't mean that Colby can't say that. So, Colby, uh, I mean, your brother is saying that Val Kilmer, he thinks that Val Kilmer is a better uh, Bruce Wayne, a uh, better Bruce Wayne than ba- than Christian Bale. I feel like I'm being baited here, but I, I will take the bait. Clay is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say. But Iceman. Well, yes. I mean, I, it's I, unrelated, but. I will say for a long time when I was younger, watching all the new Batmans, well, Watching all the Batman movies, I did think Val Kilmer was pretty cool. But after rewatching everything and just getting a feel for it all, I do feel like Christian Bale has the best live action Batman Bruce Wayne uh, combination combo. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think he's got a, a good uh, ratio on there for it. I do. Does I, I have to ask? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say, I do like. Uh, Michael Keaton as Batman and and Bruce Wayne. I think the more I watch, the more I think about it. I think he's got just a really good feel for it. I do like his Bruce Wayne. I think he portrays Bruce Wayne better than he portrays Batman. Um, As uh, Michael Keaton? Yeah, Michael Keaton. I think he has a better Bruce Wayne than he has a Batman. But I think, you know, and, and like you were saying, you know, you have to have a good Bruce Wayne to have a good Batman. I think he portrays that well enough that he pulls off the character pretty well. Yeah, I think well, and I think we, you know, we have to take that's another thing too. another element we have to take into consideration, like the direction. Right. So Tim Burton, right. A super weird guy Mm -hmm. giving his lead role, you know, his lead 
male of, of those movies, you know, some very interesting direction to kind of run with. And he's like, you, you think you kind of have to think that that Tim Burton might have inferred that like, hey, billionaires are a little off. You know, this guy should be a little weird. Like if you have that much money, it probably makes you kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and plus, I mean, you're, you have that much money. You're weird already. And like you run around at nighttime, you know, Bruce Wayne was kind of, you know, he's tired and, um, you know, he, he tries to not let his the, the effects of what he's been doing at night shine through. But I think in terms of like comics, I think Tim Burton actually did a pretty good job of representing Batman and Bruce Wayne at the time period those comics were coming out. Like something like The Killing Joke. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he does a pretty good job doing that. Yeah. So I, w- I would like to see more of Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't think we got enough. So good. Of Ben Affleck. Underrated. I don't think we had Under enough. Under freaking rated. Honestly. To, to really see. I would like to see the Snyderverse, you know, and the Flash and, and his role in that movie as Batman come to life. I think he could be better. I think he was underutilized by I think he could be I think Batfleck has the potential to be the best on screen Batman ever. I think so too. I just need his outfit to change. Seriously, you don't like the you don't like his outfit? I think he just looks fat. (laughs) Really? I think I I think uh, instead of Batfleck, it should be fat fleck. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's messed up. (laughs) Um I think about it in terms of like we we talked about them before on you know on the show is like they were kind of going for the Frank Miller vibe. You know what yeah, I mean? True. And yeah. I think they did a good job. Like it's totally ripped out of the pages of the comic. It's he's kind really of dark. He very dark, kind yeah. of out of shape. Right. And this is a very different. It's a very different Batman. Well, you know? it's the Batman when he's aged and he's actually focusing on Justice League and the world as a whole rather than just Justice League or rather than just Gotham, Gotham City itself. Yeah, and I mean, even he's moved yeah. on from Joker as his main villain. He's moved on to bigger and better things, protecting the world as a whole. Yeah, no, that that is that is true. Well spoken. Um, so Colby, in all of that though, you were so were you saying that Christian Bale is like your best, your favorite on screen representation? I'd say so. Do I you mean, think he's the like objectively like the best one too? That's hard to say. I think if I had to rank them, it would be. Christian Bale, and then probably Kevin Conroy is like just millimeters behind as as a Batman and everything. But I mean, I'm a little bit younger than you and Clay, and so uh, the animated series and even Batman Begins, I remember them both being really good. And I like all the Arkham series video games, but uh, I don't know. I don't have that they, place in my heart for Kevin Cart the same way you guys do. Okay, yeah, they, they didn't hit home. It's quite as much. Yeah. No, that that's 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 totally fair. Um, because I, I definitely I get those feelings of being a little kid when I play the Arkham games, you know. Except yeah. for Arkham Knight, it's a little, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Um. So taking a break from our Batman discussion, going back to our beer, uh, this uh, second variation of Chug Brunch, the Upside Down, which is cherry, and I think what was it, cherry vanilla and lactose? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, it's with pine. It's with pineapple and cherry. So more pineapple. Um, I think that's kind of how they get the slushy feel. Is the pineapple really coming through for you guys? Um. I still get a little bit of it, yeah. And that's probably honestly why I like these brunch variants so much is pineapple is one of my favorite fruits. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you're not making mimosas with pineapple juice instead of orange juice, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I mean, what did you what did you do? Grow up in a barn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, On the nose, you really get that cherry forward. Um, Really, really good as a whole. Uh. Super solid beer. The 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 cherry is kind of bitter. 
It's yeah. not really super sweet. It's it, not. It's not nearly as sweet as the first. It, one. it comes through more on the on the mid to back of the of the palate. Yeah, for me. Yeah, no, for sure. What do you think, Colby? I like it. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not as refined in my uh, beer drinking as you and Clay to have actual thoughts about what things taste like. I know that this tastes good to me, so I would probably buy more of it. So that's yeah. that. Yeah, there you have it. And just just for reference, um, I bought two four packs of the pineapple, um, and I bought one four pack of the cherry, and it was forty six dollars with tip. So there you have it. So it's uh, it is craft beer at its finest. Yeah. Um. So Abby, you don't get a say since you're not twenty one. Um. I'm sorry, but how would you rank the Batman conversation from this evening? Um, probably solid seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. There you have it. That's 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 average, gentlemen. We we have set. We have a, a, a above average. C's get degrees, my boys. C's get degrees, son. You had you heard it here first on the wannabe critic or on the wannabe collective. Excuse me, beer bros. So I have another question. Uh, first of all, before before we get into the question, the last question of the evening. I have, a, I have a question for you guys uh, about the beer. Yeah. So out of 10, no decimals allowed. How would you rate uh, Mother's Chug Brunch? Um, Chug Brunch. So I would rate the Pineapple Coconut as probably a 375. So, yeah. so Out of five. So yeah, you don't get no decimals allowed, Clay. Okay, so no decimals allowed. I would uh, probably do. And it's out of ten. It's Clay's of, had Clay's had too much to drink. Out of ten. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I would probably rate it as a seven, and I would do the. Uh, I'd probably do the cherry variant as an eight. Okay. All right. Let's speak in a little bit about Clay's palate there, uh, Colby. Uh, like I said, I'm not much of an IPA guy, so as as far as it goes, I enjoyed the cherry more than the the first one. So I'd probably rank rank the uh, pineapple coconut as a, oh probably a six or so, and then the cherry probably a seven. But IPAs aren't really where I like my beer. So so okay, and this is this is where it's hard, right, to rate anything because then you you have to try and be objective, right? Right. So if you did like IPAs and you wanted something a little sweeter, and and those terms, so like those are your personal scores, they're rather low, but you don't like IPAs. So do you think that you know you don't have to give another rating? Do you think that um you know IPA lovers will really enjoy these beers? Oh sure, I mean it's really sweet and it's it's got a really good flavor and taste to it. It's just. I don't know. It's just not really my thing, but I mean, like I said, I could buy and drink more of the cherry flavor if I really wanted to, and that's that's saying something. Like I said, I mostly like uh, lagers and amber ales. Uh, it's be be where I pick things. There you have it. So, my my take on that is, if you are a traditional, like West Coast style original IPA lover. I don't actually think they would probably like these brunch variants as much as we do, liking the IP, liking the new New England versions as much as we do. Really, West Just, West Coast? Well, I mean, West Coast is more um, is more piney, more piney hops, right? So, if you if let's let's say the guys that are like like Andy, like ten years older than us, at right. least ten years or more older than us, 
that are drinking craft beer, I don't think they would like these New England variants as much as they do the piney variants. That's my take. Okay. That that's a that's a solid take, I think. I I think anyone in the Midwest is gonna dig both of these beers, honestly. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think anyone that is gonna I think even if you don't like IPAs, you know, Clay like Colby's drinking is like, oh, that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like not bad, right? Yeah. Um drink it again. Now would you pay ten dollars a four pack for it? Or, you know, eight dollars a four pack for it or whatever. You know, the cherry one for, for Colby. Um, these chug brunch variants are kind of one and the same for me. Um, and it's the same score I would give Sunshine Chug Suckle, honestly, which is an eight. Uh, eight across the board. Super, kind of like Colby said, super drinkable beer, super good beer. Um, you know, and and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, every t- every chance I get, I go to, you know, I go to Mother's and I I buy whatever I can afford to buy, you know, and yeah. it just has so happened to be four, t- three, four packs tonight. So there you have it. Now I'm going to ask you guys one more question for this episode of Beer Bros. Okay. You can wipe one Batman from existence forever. Who is it and why? I want to start this off with uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. Okay. So do you think he holds, he holds no value in the Batman sphere? Honestly, when I was younger, I thought the Batman and Robin movie was the coolest thing ever. However, now that I'm older, and can appreciate, you know, the nuances of the other films. George Clooney just doesn't have it. He's not a very good Bruce Wayne. His Batman is really, it's just not very driven by the, you know, not by the dark places that Batman should be driven from. And and then the rubber nipples on the Batman suit. I mean, <laughs> come on. Bat nipples. Yeah. Bat nipples. Okay, now, now, okay, I'm going to riff off that for just a second. In the billionaire Playboy sense, I think he sells it. George Clooney could have very uh, hot take. George Clooney would have been a great Iron Man. I could see that. George Clooney. Yeah, Abby says no. George uh, Clooney would have been okay. Maybe not great. He would have been a passable Iron Man. He would have been okay. Yeah. He would have been good. I think. Yeah. Um, I think he would have pulled that off more. But he had no business trying to be Batman. Um, especially in the weird, you know, mid two thousands, right. Of like all this weird filmmaking and all the CGI and like, let's make things as, as out, like out of, let's make things as ridiculous as possible. And like, Oh, we learned how to do CGI. Like, let's do everything crazy. Right. Right. Let's make every movie like the Phantom Menace basically. Well, and like you've, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator as Mr. Freeze. Which never was going to work. No. Yeah. But that aside, like George Clooney just isn't the actor to go head to head with yeah. him as a villain. No, no, I, I agree. He goes, he literally goes, hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. Like, and back to, back to Arkham Asylum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. So that's, that's Colby's choice. Uh, Clay, what's your choice? Um, You can wipe one from existence. So... Talking today's comics and today's reboots and today's movies, I would actually say Adam West. I, I I can appreciate what Adam West did, especially in the comics of the time. They were a little bit more lighthearted. But as Batman has evolved over the years, his course has taken a darker turn. And Adam West, doesn't he just doesn't hold up, in my opinion. I'm going to echo everything you just said. 
Adam West, and it's not even close. Like, it's not even a competition for yeah. me. Um, I, I see it's like, wow, that's kind of crazy. That's what they had to go off of. Have you ever watched the the old um, Joker in those in those uh, shows? It's completely different. Yeah. Um, it's a completely different time for it's a completely different Batman for a completely different time. You know, I yeah. think about like the Mask of Zorro with Ant Antonio Banderas versus mm -hmm. the Mask of Zorro they had like in the what 50s and 60s. Right. Completely different. Um, it's almost like not even the same character. So yeah. for me, it's like he doesn't fit. He's the odd man out. Um, I think there is a place for the boom pow style stuff, but I would rather have that in the comics. Mm -hmm. I would rather have a campy version of Batman in the comics and not on screen. Um, but that's just me personally. Yeah. So there you and, have it. And for the time, I think it was fitting. But for sure. For right now, it just doesn't hold up. Well, I mean, you think about like, you know, like uh What's that movie with Tobey Maguire and he uh, it's like black and white. What's it called? Uh, and like they get transported. It's, it's him and Reese Witherspoon. They get transported back in time. William H. Macy's in the show or in the movie. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, man, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Abby, can you be our fact checker and look that up, please? Um, it kind of reminds me of like that time period, like the I Love Lucy period where right. it's not long after that. That's whenever you get Adam West Batman. Ten years. I yeah. mean, a lot can happen in 10 years, but I yeah, mean, like the, like the first and second episodes of uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. A lot like that. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it it's one of those things where the time period is much different. Pleasantville. That's what it's called. Thank yeah. you, Abby. We, Abby, you can come back anytime. Um, Pleasantville. Like you kind of have that time period and like, and it's kind of funny that I'm equating that, but I, I think it's good for point of reference. Like. You had Batman in that time period, not long after, like, what, like, hi, honey, what's for dinner, you know, and like stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I think it is it is way different. It's way telling. But we don't need that anymore. Well, things yeah. are so much different. Yeah. So there you have it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that completes our first episode back. Our first episode on the wannabe collective, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you to Clay and Colby and Abby as well for being support. Um, we really, really appreciate it for sure. If you want to go check us out, you can go to patreon.com slash want to be critic. Uh, honestly, it means the most to me that you even listen to the shows that we do, whatever you like, whether it be game club, you know, whether it be a main project like game club, my solo stuff on the want to be critic podcast. If you're going to be a contributor to the, you know, to, or, you know, uh, listening to the want to be collective, whether it be, you know, who would win beer bros. We have stinking, uh, you know, nostalgia trip. We have, retro reviews we have all these projects on the wannabe collective whatever it is i'm glad that you like it if you don't have a couple bucks to toss you know the way of wannabe critic productions on patreon.com slash wannabe critic that's fine i i'm just glad that you're listening and that you're enjoying it um but definitely go check the links down below for the various stuff we have we have raise energy which keeps me talking like a spaz uh non-stop it keeps me going my wife even uh the the owner of sage and clove herself has started drinking it it's and good stuff. It, it, it is good stuff i mean it hydrates you it, it gets you jacked for your workout or just to conquer your day so definitely go check it out also pop quote usa has some dope merch you can go check out we have t-shirts by the way i'm wearing one right now this is uh faculty number zero it has you know some uh it basically has it to where you can order it in any color and it'll match and we also have the verb uh, or the uh, yeah, the verb version of, of critic on the back of the T-shirt. So there you have it. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for this first episode back of Beer Bros uh, on the Wannabe Collective. Uh, Clay, Colby, Abby, thank you guys so much. Say goodbye. Good to be here, man. Yeah, Thanks for having us. It's the first of many, by the way.